0: You are listening to the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. This episode has been brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. Hello, everybody. How are you today? How were your holidays? I hope that the holiday season was kind to each of you and that you gathered safely, of course, with your friends, family, laughed until your side split, ate until your guts were full and hurt, and made memories to last forever and ever and ever. Ours was good. We took a step back and we had 10 days off to recuperate. and. It kind of felt to me like we just raced through them. I just feel like I blinked and it was over. So I have to warn you that this isn't going to be your normal happy-go-lucky inspirational podcast, though. I've got some unloading to do, some releasing of my own baggage, and I found that I've somehow accidentally carried it into the new year, and I need to unload it before I can move on. And I challenge you all to do the same. I know for me... I had really high hopes and expectations of 2022 and I felt like this was going to be my year, that I had the whole world at my fingertips, ready to dive in and take back my dreams and I wanted to make them into something that was bigger than I'd ever thought I could make come to fruition before. I knew that this was going to be my year, but suddenly I opened my eyes and I found myself stuck. I'm stuck in the middle of one hell of a chaotic, sad, terrifying, insane January. And it was completely unexpected. I had such high hopes. And I feel like since the first of the year, pretty much since New Year's Day, everything in our life has kind of snowballed. And I found myself with no clue how to jump off that crazy train or even find enough motivation to move forward. So what happened? So first of all, The biggest thing that I have realized is that I let fear overcome my decisions. And I started to let it swallow me whole for a little bit. It first started with my daughter who lives thousands of miles away in Pennsylvania when she got COVID. And I worried that she would do okay. If she had anybody to help with the baby. If she'd be okay or if she'd be one of the ones that this horrible virus would be too much for. As a mom, we all know that we never stop worrying, no matter how old our kids get, even though she's an adult. And I tried my best to just be supportive and not let her see that fear, but it hurts being this far away and not knowing exactly how to help her through that. And then my grandbaby, her daughter, started running 104 fever and ended up at the hospital. And obviously she tested positive for COVID as well. So now my what, what was once just fearful was now terrified. And it broke my heart into a million pieces when I saw the fear in my own daughter's eyes as a new mom, it's hard enough watching your babies be sick. But this was, this is her baby that is almost a year old. She's never been sick a day in her life, let alone being sick with COVID. So I watched her and her fiance hold that baby close and love her with all of their hearts And somehow they put their own fears aside. I know they were both terrified. They were doing it pretty much on their own. And they rose above those fears. And they leaned on each other and made it through the other side stronger than ever. And both she and baby are doing better now. And for that, I'm forever grateful to the universe, to God, to whoever's watching over all of our loved ones. And keeping them safe through this whole unforeseen, completely horrific day and age that we're living in. And then not only did my father-in-law contract COVID, but so did my mother-in-law. And my father-in-law is still in the hospital, not doing the greatest. My mother-in-law seems to be recovering and getting stronger every day. One of the doctors I work with has COVID, so does her son. They're finally recovering. I have a previous coworker, a previous tenant, a whole handful of friends and friends of friends that are sick right now with this relentless virus. And then I have my daughter who, it's she's my oldest daughter, who's been struggling with health issues for years anyway and just barely hanging on by a thread. So she gets better. They do some infusions. They do some other things. She suffers from Crohn's. And it's really kind of a an relentless form of Crohn's and ulcerative colitis that have combined. And just she just can't figure out a way to function and to stay healthy. They can't quite get the right dose or the right medicine to help her. And it just seems like the last few weeks she's hit some walls again after she had been feeling better. And I've seen her strength and her resolve weaken as well. And that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart as a mom that I can't fix these things for my kids. And then now her somewhat violent past that she thought she'd escaped forever has resurfaced and the trust she'd handed back over to someone in lieu of forgiveness and moving forward has come back to bite her in the ass once again and now I have to worry about her safety again her finances her health her and my grandson's future what will this year bring for them now she had sworn this this was going to be her year and I believe with all my heart that it still can be But first, she's going to have to weather a few storms and pray that she comes out on top of it all again. So, I'm sorry. As hard as I've tried to stay positive throughout this whole relentless pandemic, throughout all the chaos, the noise surrounding us all, every moment of every day it seems, the past two weeks have finally weakened me, and I found that I hit a wall. Now, I don't feel guilty for admitting my weaknesses or even for exposing my vulnerability to all of you. That's not what this is about, but I feel sad. I feel disheartened and yes, a little guilty as well, That for a moment, it was easier to stay stuck here in that moment to let fear and anger and anxiety and depression overtake me. Those emotions, those negative and self-defeating thoughts and uh, previous patterns from my past, they feel familiar. They feel comforting and real, don't they? It feels safer to hold on to them than face another day hoping that things will change and watching everything spiral out of control. But I realize now that I have this time, this moment to breathe. And things seem to be a little clearer than they have been in the last week or so. It's not in admitting defeat. It's not in exposing those emotions of being raw or admitting the truth. It's in the very steps that I take next the next few decisions I make on how I want to proceed will change literally my entire future. It's about getting back off the ground and learning to take a step forward and stand on my own two feet again. And I know from others that I've talked to, from podcasts I've listened to, my friends, my family, we are all feeling this way right now. There is comfort in knowing that I'm not alone on this journey of trying to make my way back up to the top, of just feeling normal again, feeling sane, feeling whole, feeling like I'm ready to conquer this year just as I had planned. Now, I'm not there yet. I'm beginning to feel that passion, that fire kindling just beneath the surface. So I want to take a step back for just a moment longer and regroup, come back together stronger and better than ever before. So I'm going to take my own advice and use this season that I talked about a couple podcasts ago to hibernate. I want to hibernate myself into a new me, a better me, one that is full of light and love and hope again. And I hope you'll stay with me as I do. I hope that we can lean on each other to get through these crazy times and know that we're not in this alone. If there's anything I've learned in these past 50 some years around this planet, it's that no matter how dark things seem, no matter how defeated and desperate you sometimes feel, the darkness always ends one way or another, and the light always, always returns to show you a new way again, doesn't it? And remember that kindling fire I said I'm beginning to feel burning just underneath the surface? Even in the midst of everything going on around me that appears so negative, so hopeless, so just blah, my soul senses deep down that there is a change, a huge, massive shift coming my way, just as I did before the beginning of the year. And I want to prepare myself better or the best I can for that change when it happens. Because it's never without trials. It's never without tribulations. So I've often compared myself to a butterfly, ready to emerge from its cocoon. And there's been times in my life that I've, I've spoke at my graduation from my master's degree. And basically my whole uh, synopsis was about this butterfly, how we're all a butterfly ready to emerge from our cocoons. And sometimes I felt like in that moment, I felt like I was there, like I was finally beginning to break free and soar. And then other times like now, I feel as if I've been sleeping forever. I've just kind of retreated back into this safety of a cocoon and I've forgotten my purpose to teach others to emerge as well. So just know that a change is coming, my friend. And whether we're ready or not, it's almost upon us. And I, for one, don't want to waste another second hiding in the shadows while it passes me by. So what do you say? Take my hand and let's find our way out of the darkness together, you and me. Would you be willing to do that with me? If so, let's do this. All right, so right now, I want you to take a moment before I start talking about the things I want to talk about today to close your eyes and clear all of the negative thoughts and headspace. I want you to find that space where you can retreat to and forget the rest of the world and it's chaos for a moment. Let my words settle in your heart. So let me try, despite how I'm feeling as well, to guide you to a better place, to guide us both to a better place where we can find hope again. So the first question some of us might be facing, I know I did, is how did I even get here? How did I get sucked down this rabbit hole, so to speak, and now I don't know how to claw my way back out again? The first thing I realized was, holy shit, how is this only January? I'm already approaching burnout. Then I realized I'm not approaching burnout. I didn't deal with my baggage and the burnout I was carrying from 2021 and possibly even 2020. Some of us just lived in denial the whole year of 2020 and couldn't believe any of this stuff was happening. And now we're, we're not approaching it. We're thick in the middle of it. We need to release it and deal with it before we do any more damage and let another year pass away. So if not for myself, I refuse to let any more time pass when I think about my cousin Chris who has ALS. If you'll listen to my podcast from two or three podcasts ago, she would kill for another year, another month, another day, another minute to live as she did before her diagnosis. Life is too damn short to be attending these pity parties Letting these days and weeks pass by and feeling sorry for ourselves or wishing our lives away that things will get better. What can we do right here, right now to make things better for ourselves and stop living as if the world is going to end at any minute, afraid to grab our dreams and shoot for the stars? I don't have all the answers to that, that's for sure, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to find out. Are you? So I asked you earlier, what happened that we ended up here? I know for me, I feel like I found my purpose in 2021 and doing course creation and wanting to help others write their story. I created this podcast. I opened my own business in pursuit of purpose. I became an entrepreneur. I promised to take you all on this journey and ride, and the right of a lifetime as I rediscovered who I was meant to be and I taught you to do the same. And then I feel like I literally woke up one day shrouded in fear and darkness, blinding me from seeing my purpose again. And I wondered Where did this all go wrong? What happened? I thought I was running straight into a future I'd only dreamed of. And then suddenly I felt like I took a left turn somewhere and I accidentally veered straight off the map and into nothingness again. I found myself uninspired to do much of anything at all. And my biggest confession, as I'm putting on a workshop and how to master your mindset and write the story of your life, made me feel like such a hypocrite. I took an honest look at my life and I realized that I, myself, as an author, I've not written in well over a year. I'm teaching you how to combat writer's block. And man, I'm smack dab in the middle of the worst form of writer's block and uninspired negative thinking I've ever been in. It killed my creativity entirely. So in that current state of mind, I've discovered an unexpected version of myself that I'm really not very fond of. I woke up and realized that I'm short with those I love. I'm unfeeling towards those that deserve the most compassion of all. I've been wasting precious seconds of my life feeling lost and just too easily giving up hope when I know the steps it takes to get myself out of this mess. I've done it over and over and over again throughout my life. So why this time was it so easy just to throw the towel in? I don't really even have an answer to that except to say that I haven't been following my own advice. I've given to you advice over the past 20 plus episodes and that needs to change and it needs to change today. So I guess you could say that this is my defining moment. I had the choice to sit here today while I'm home working today and I was just staring at my computer screen and I even sent a message to my husband and I'm like, I don't even know what to do today. Normally I would be working on a project, create some creative project, creating something podcasting, anything. And I'm just staring at my computer screen, feeling nothing. And then I realized that that podcast was calling me and I almost, almost, almost shut it down today. But I made the conscious choice to unpack my baggage with you here today and to say, enough is enough. Who we rise to become and who we leave behind so we can find the strength and fortitude to explore this newfound landscape, the future that awaits us in 2022 is what really counts right here, right now, isn't it? I just read a quote on Facebook that said, the new year stands before us like an open book waiting to be written. So what story are you willing to show up for this year and write into existence? What wounds are you really willing to reopen to expose in order to help yourself and others heal as you grow? See, life happens to all of us and sometimes it's shitty Sometimes it's downright awful, and we like to feel like it's unfair, so why even bother? We wallow in self-pity, and we wish it not to be so hard. But what are we doing today to make that not so hard? We have to learn to get up, show up, grow up, do the work it takes to get us out of this pissy-ass mess we've made of our lives until we learn to stand on our own two freaking feet again. I also saw another quote on Facebook just this morning that said, Maybe you aren't supposed to go back to the old normal. Maybe you're meant to grow beyond it, be open to new possibilities. And that's when I knew that's my answer. That's why I'm so uncomfortable right now. They hit the nail on the head. I've been trying to move forward, but I need to shed the old normal, the old me first, not just halfway. Strip it down until I'm naked with the truth and all of its ugly, bitter glory. It's time to learn who I am in my new normal the one I want to become, the one I'm meant to grow beyond my wildest expectations. So let's open our eyes and wake up, people. It's time to reinvent the you that's no longer working. The person that, with all that heavy baggage you've been carrying around, no longer serves who you were meant to become. So stop complaining about all the zigzagging we've been doing, all the wandering off course and falling straight off the map. Remember the saying, not all who wander are lost. Maybe that is our truth in this moment. Maybe we're not lost at all. Maybe our hearts and our souls dragged us purposefully straight off that map we'd been walking to shake us out of our comfort zones, to redirect our paths and wake us up to the possibilities that lie ahead of us. The ones that lead us to a new you, a new way of thinking, a new way of being. So let's just admit the truth. We came to the end of another year and in our heads, we silently celebrated the fact that we made it through another year around the sun, despite everything going on. And we started to feel like we were making those changes that the new year brings. We were ready. We were ready to set those resolutions and make them all come true. And then it hits you like a ton of bricks. Not much has really changed at all. I know I woke up after, after new years and I'm like, I want to feel differently. I want to be inspired. I want to be a, you know, feel hope and all these things that were lacking, but I realized that I'd let doubt creep in and now I'd been stuck in a pattern of self-destructive behavior that I thought I'd let go of a long long time ago. So, instead of a New Year's resolution, I want to set a New Year's evolution or a transformation instead of a resolution because life happens. It's not going to just sit by and wait for us to get our acts together, is it? It's not just going to stop throwing us curveballs and derailing our train of inspiration and hope. It's not going to stop stealing family members or our health or our wealth or our wellness or any of those other things. But it's our job to figure out how to deal with the messiness and take life by the horns and say, enough, I want to live. I want to thrive and I want to be happy. I want to find my joy and my purpose once again. So I'm going to keep this one short this time. Like I said, I just wanted to take a step back. I'm going to spend this weekend combating that writer's block with every ounce of my being. I want to wander again. I want to wander off the path on purpose because I want to find me again. I want to find what sets my heart on fire and all the things that I try to inspire you to do, to do more, to be more. That is who I interview on these podcasts. I just have lost sight of everything that I wanted to do and wanted to become. And I need to find that again. So I'm not going to promise a weekly podcast or a book a year or all these other goals that I've set for myself. That's fine to have goals. But right now I need to take take a step back and just figure out what is going to make me the happiest. What's going to fill me with joy and how I can help others. If you remember me talking about my uh, oracle cards a couple weeks ago. The very first one told me to let go and to walk away from the situation in order to resolve it. So I guess that's what I've done. I've walked away from this situation that I found myself in, in order to regroup and to restructure and to make myself feel better. It reminded me also that I am meant to be a healer. I'm meant to be a spiritual teacher and I heal with classes, sessions and seminars. So I need to find that purpose again. I also feel like I heal through my words. So that's why I became an author in the first place. And one of the things that I've let go in my own life that I want to rediscover, I desperately want to rediscover this year I used to write music. Everything within me is drawn to music. It is my lifeblood. And I've let that go. I play the piano. I sing. I'd like to play the guitar. I want to learn how to do that this year. And I've let all those things go. Those are what fuel me and inspire me and fill me with joy. So I guess in saying all that as I'm speaking these words, I just realized that that is what I want to focus on. That is my passion. And the last thing that my Oracle card said the last time was to talk to the angels instead of worrying, ask for divine guidance. So I'm going to read the, the thing I say before every podcast that I learned from Gabby Bernstein. Um, it says, thank you universe for speaking through me, for allowing me to become a vessel of hope, of love, of inspiration to those who need it most. I step out of the way and I let you guide my way. And that is my purpose for 2022. Now, in closing, I found a poem that I thought symbolizes the way we should look at life when it happens to us all. And it reads Life happens, and it happens fast. Life happens over years, and at times it happens within a split second. Life hits harder than anyone else can. It hits so hard that your lungs cry out for air, making you realize how precious life is. Yet life is so tender it leaves you speechless. It has you yearning for more, more tenderness, more love, more of the good. Our moments that make up our life color us. It colors us with joy, with happiness. Some moments in life leave you breathless. Some moments change you. Moments are like windows we look through. Some frozen, some clear, some half open. There are many things in my life that I wish I could take back. Many moments I would recast. But I know it will then change my life forever. The direction, the purpose, the now. Life is all about moments, not days, not weeks, not years. Don't wait for them. Create them. We have moments of truth when we are tested. Decisions that have to be made or even a crisis that has to be faced. My friends, I'm going to stop in the middle of this poem. That is where we are at right now. This very pivotal, crucial moment in time. We are being tested and we have the decision to make and the crisis that has to be faced before we can move forward. Now, some of those moments shine like precious diamonds. And then there are moments that when the world moves so slowly, we can feel our bones shifting and our mind tumbling. And you catch yourself savoring those moments. In the end, they are the only things we'll have. We never can just stop time or life or take moments back. But that's the trouble with moments. They end. And that's the trouble with life. It ends. And that was a poem by Luzette's Thoughts. So my friend, I have one question for you. Are you going to get stay stuck where you are in this moment right now? Or are you willing to join me as we figure out how to live like there's no tomorrow? I don't want to give up or give in or just lay down and take all that life is throwing my way right now. I want to live the hell out of a too fragile life that could be taken away from me in the very next second I breathe. So how about you? The choice is yours to make right now, but you're the only one that can decide whether to risk it all and make 2022 the year of your transformation. The year you finally wake up and you emerge from that cocoon you've been hiding inside and spread your wings and fly, baby, fly. As for me, I want to defy the odds I see stacked against me. I'm going to do everything I can to emerge by the end of this year with my eyes wide open and ready for change. And I want to do it right now. I'm tired of waiting. So I'm ready to wake up and I am ready to fly. Now I hope you'll join me each week as we take the next steps in becoming more than we ever thought imaginable. As we learn that nothing is too big to handle when we step out of the way and let the universe guide us. My wish is that I have provided you with hope, that I have uplifted you, that I've made you laugh, made you cry, and that you want to scream out loud. I want to take my life into my own hands again. And take time for me to be still. Recharge my batteries. Greet the new year with eyes, arms, and a dreamer's heart wide open to receive the blessings of the universe. For now, my friend, we will learn to fly. And most especially, I want you to shout it from the rooftops. I can do this. Yes, I can. So chin up, my friend. You've taken another giant step, and it's all uphill from here. So straighten your crown. Take a deep breath in and let it all go because I believe in you. You've got what it takes and so do I. So get up, girl. Get up. Together we are going to make it through this day by day, life by life, piece by piece, until we're restored, healed, and find joy in the journey once again. So I hope you have a great week and you find a little piece of heaven to retreat to in the next few months to find your center heal from within, and rediscover who you are meant to be. It's time for you to fly. So hang in there and know that you're loved from here to the universe and back. Until next time, I'm unconditionally yours. All my love, Sadie. Another episode of the Daily Escape podcast, wishing you a happy, healthy new year in 2022. And I am your host, Sadie K. Frazier.